guys, welcome to She Wears the Pants Episode 2. Yeah, episode 2, here we are. Um, So what's up, Kat? What's new? Oh my god, I don't even know where to begin. Um, Well, I found out I have to get my tonsils out, and they told me my voice is going to change, so I'm a little nervous about what that's going to sound like. I can't wait. Especially now, like, hearing my voice on, like, a video, it just, or, like, a recording, it just sounds different. I don't know. So, that's going to be interesting. What if it changes, like, for the better? Not, like, that your voice can get Say better. Say voice is bad? No. <laughs> but what if you, like, actually end up liking your voice, like, with your tonsils out? You never I know. I hope so, because I really want them out. Um, I psyched myself out, and I looked up, like tonsil recovery vlog videos off of youtube and it's all like these women who are like i would rather give birth to my child like 10 times over like this was the worst pain i ever experienced i was like oh my god that's i mean maybe they're being dramatic but also like i don't know so i don't think it's that bad i mean i've never gotten it but who knows um i just know i'm gonna be playing a lot of animal crossing and eating a lot of ice cream and sleeping a lot that doesn't sound so too bad. that'll be interesting. I thought it was, uh, I th- or at least I think it is, like, kind of important to give a special shout-out, because we found out, um, after we recorded our first episode, that there is another podcast on Spotify <laughs> with the same name, and, <laughs> um, you should go give it a listen, because it's pretty cool. She talks about, like, more nitty-gritty kind of topics but it's like kind of monologue like this so i don't know i just i wanted to give a special shout out because we didn't realize that i thought i came out on my own but no no uh, of course not <laughs> no but nothing else new with me just the tonsils and i'm worried about the anesthesia and i think that i'm gonna wake up in the middle of surgery um oh no I yeah don't... it'll be it'll be something i'm working like 10 days in a row Actually, no, that's a lie. I'm working about 18 days in a row, and then I have, like, the surgery, basically, so. Oh, man. Wait, really? You don't have any days off? No, because I'm working this weekend, and then I work next week, and then I get two days off, which I'm supposed to go see people, and then I work again. I just, yeah, it's a lot of working, but it's good. It's, It's good work. Oh my god. Well, I mean, you might like having your tonsils out then, because you can relax. Yeah, it'll be nice to have a little bit of a break, for sure, but we'll see how much in pain I am and just, like, ready to get back to work, but there's no talking, so there's gonna have to be a special guest when I'm gone. Um, we already have picked her (laughs) out. That's true, we can reveal that. It'll be a surprise. Um, our little... Because Callie... Oh, no, or, I guess we're not keeping it a surprise. Oh, I thought you said we can't keep it a surprise. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we'll keep it a surprise. You're like, it's my little... <laughs> it's my little... Okay, yeah, we'll keep it a surprise. I'll edit this out. <laughs> you literally just told them! Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Owls, you got some news? Yeah, so... Last week I was talking about how I was getting interviewed by a board... So I could um, get an apartment in New York, and basically I thought that they would reject me, blah, 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 like, I'm too young, I'm a female, I'm only 22, like, they're gonna think I'm irresponsible, like, etc. But they didn't, so um, 
yeah, I'll be moving to New York officially. Um, I still don't know, like, what day yet, but I'm thinking probably the end of the month slash beginning of November. So that's exciting. I'm going to be, you know, dropping a lot of money on, like, furniture and stuff because... I realized that I've never had to buy a bed in my life because T-Row always had beds Mm -hmm. and mattresses. I would say go on Amazon and I was in Boston. I had this like, it was like $99 and it was this metal thing that you like flopped out onto the floor. I don't even remember setting it up because it was that easy. Like it's not cute looking, but it has storage underneath. Like you can put stuff under there. Okay, that's there what I There's also need. a bed from Ikea that has, like, actual drawers. But... That's what I need. I definitely need that because the room is so tiny. But, you know, uh, that's New York for you. So, I'm yeah, I'm going to look for a bed like that um, with drawers underneath. And, yeah, I have to get, like, a bunch of other things, too. But it's going to be a process. And it's a fifth-floor walk-up, so that's <gasps> also nice. <laughs> you didn't mention that. <laughs> yeah, I did not mention that again before a walk up which is so classic new york you know (laughs) at least the staircase is pretty and it's like authentic new york vibes um but yeah moving is not i'm like reconsidering living with you just because you said (laughs) oh my god yeah that's actually jk i walked up five floors in florence okay see you can do it you can do it it's new york it's fine also, I did that last summer, and it was tiring. Just don't forget anything at home when you're leaving oh my for God. work. Because one time I did that, and I was like, I gotta <laughs> go all the way back upstairs. A very bad work. But it is it is a good workout. It's just gonna be hell moving in. I was on the second floor in Boston, and like carrying up like the IKEA boxes of like the furniture was. We got we actually my mom paid frat boys from MIT down the street to do it. Like, they were all having oh this, like, God. cookout. And she was like, I'm gonna go just see if I'll, like, give them, like, 50 bucks and they'll do it. And I was like, Mom, don't do that. She was like, it'll be a great idea. And I was like, oh my God, like, don't embarrass me. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. But then they came over and, and they got it done in, like, two seconds. So it was so worth it. I but so, if I was, like, a strong male and someone offered me that, like, I totally would do that for money. Yeah, but Mom was like, it's spare money for them. Like, yeah, but... <laughs> I kind of forgot you what you told me you were going to talk about, to be honest. So I was really excited to hear yeah, this. Yeah, no, but you'll you'll remember when I okay. when I say it. Um, so basically, the guy from last time, um, who I mentioned last time, who was joking about being a virgin, um, basically we were going to hang out, and my whole what I wanted to bring up was Take is like how real is what you find on. And we kind of talked about this last time, but how how real is what you find on dating apps? Because, so basically with this guy, we were talking, and I was actually getting to know him when I first started texting him. Like, we talked about, like, DNA tests. We talked about, like... (laughs) It's love at first sight. (laughs) Yeah. We talked about, like, our ancestry. Like, we talked about, um, like, what stuff his family does, like traditions and stuff like that our jobs are kind of similar ish um we just like we're kind of getting to know each other it was like still like superficial but I feel like it was like I was actually getting to know a person and then after we hung out that one time 
like two weeks ago almost yeah he it just got way more physical and that kind of became the conversation and I was like I don't know if I like it like this and it's weird because we were texting but then when I met up with him after that we only snapchatted so it was like going backwards in my mind or maybe it was going forward no, makes sense. His. I know I totally see where you're coming from yeah so basically like what I told you um that day we were like gonna hang out and it just got like just the way he oh talked. I do remember this yeah. yeah he was really hyping you up yeah he was like I don't know he was like saying weird stuff and like just being super physical which is like I realized that's not what I want right now um at all like I think there's a time and place for that but I just want something more real like I want to get to know someone I want to like go do something fun and, and that's not a bad thing you know I think it's all about what you want like and just n- and doing it for you like if you want to just like hang out with someone casually and like maybe hook up and like you see a couple people at one time like great like exactly or if you're like that's exhausting and just not where i'm at then that's okay too i think it just shows like you're maturing a little bit and like you want a little more which like isn't a bad thing yeah it's exactly that and doesn't mean you want to get married tomorrow it just means hey i don't want to like i want to like actually get to know you as a person and crazy and you and like i think you can like i think there's a balance too you can totally have like a deeper connection but also like keep it casual i think mm-hmm. it Definitely. like emotions can play a little bit into that but like i don't know i think you can like still want to get to know someone and like actually give a shit about them as a person and keep it casual yeah in my opinion i think that's definitely accurate i think for me like for or what he was saying it just became like all physical and i was like mm-hmm. i don't really like this anymore But, um, I don't know, then I got kind of, like, sad because I was, like, am I cutting myself off from certain people because I'm, like, picky about this and I want something more? Like, is that weird to, like, want more and, like, like, I've just felt, like, incapable of being, like, a casual person and, and, like, I was, like, is that, like, a bad thing? Like, I just don't even know. But I think after talking to my friends and stuff, everyone was like no it's not like you're cutting yourself off like you just know what you want and like yeah, then it's I thought, easy to think that yeah and then I thought I was like okay I met a bunch of people and had relationships with people from dating apps who we actually went on a date or we did something first it mm-hmm. wasn't just like always physical because I like forgot that that happened I realized like and I've talked about this with Callie a lot like we talk about this a lot that we want to like meet someone naturally and obviously that's really hard with covid wait callie and i had this oh my god oh yeah <laughs> did you guys really conversation. oh my god callie's a conversation cheater so it's funny you like we, so we went on a hike around a lake and it was really nice just like you know we're catching up or whatever and we were talking about that and she, and she was like that's just the way it is now like this is just how you meet someone like it's like, just it's, like it used to be weird is. to say like oh I met someone on a dating app but now it's just like especially during this time it's like the, it's how the else you meet someone exactly it's the new normal it's yeah. the new normal and it's like a little like it's not inherently bad but it's a little scary just because I I think people have too much choice and I think for men I don't want to stereotype that too much choice leads to like indecision and leads to like okay well if I like 
if this girl doesn't want to be with me or blah 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 like I can go find someone just at the click of a button find someone else that would be willing to do all this with me and I just feel like there's too much choice and that leads to like just like nothing solid you know but basically Callie and I have been talking about that a few times and like how we want to meet someone like naturally because like when you meet someone naturally you have time to like develop feelings and it's like a natural progression whereas here it's like oh you both know that you like each other okay cool like kind of I guess so I don't know I see it differently like okay. so this is the story we I I agree with you but I also think that like you like you in person like I don't know I don't know it's a tough one I'm trying to think about this, like, yeah. objectively. And, like, well, that's the thing. Like, some people do start out physical and then they date. So I was, like, am I cutting myself off from people because I'm picky about what I want? And that was kind of, like, haunting me. But you should be picky about what you want. Like, you I shouldn't know. settle for something. Like, it's one thing to be picky about, like, like characteristics. Like, some people will go a little extreme with that. But, like, being picky about, like, qualities of someone. And if, yeah. like, someone's not meeting and I those guess- qualities, they're not for you. And if you know what you want, you have to be true to yourself. But, okay, so my question for both of us was, I didn't even think about this because I wanted to ask it for both of us. So consider everyone that you've dated or had, like, a emotional connection with. Did you meet them and then count how many people you met through dating apps? It's two to one. Two to one. Yeah. Oh, like, like, you only met one out of two. Like, only met one on a dating app out of three. Uh, So, out of three people, two were natural, if you want to call it that, and then one was on a dating app. Okay. Okay. That's not not bad. 33%? (laughs) Okay. I'm just... Because I was thinking about it, and I'm like, everyone since high school, I would say out of, like... The four relationships that I've had, one of them I didn't actually date this person. We just talked for like we just a talked long for nine time. months and did everything in a relationship, but it we wasn't just, called that. Yeah, we just talked for nine months and I met his family and all and his friend and all that. And but we weren't <laughs> we were boyfriend and girlfriend. We don't, don't. That's just how it is. But yeah, so out of those four, I met two on dating apps. All right, but that was but in high school. Those were the only natural ones. And then in yeah. college, I met those two on dating apps. So, yeah. So, like, I guess as we could say as we've gotten older, we've relied on it more because yeah. it became readily available. And, I mean, it was just easy. Like, you could set your radius to, like, a mile and you'd get, like, every college person, like, at school. You exactly. Know? It's limitless. Here you can set your radius to a mile and you get every person in Federal Hill. Like Yeah. It's insane. But these are just my question. thoughts post watching The Social Dilemma, too, because I just finished I that. I need to watch that, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid. No, it kind of made me sad a little bit. Like, <laughs> because it's true. Like, it scares me that, like, we have. <coughs> and, like, obviously, I use dating apps and I'm not going to, like, stop using them, but it's just, like, is this really changing how we're wired? Like, we're we think we have all these options so like if there's one thing wrong about someone like say if the guy I was say if I was dating someone I was really into him what if he thought that 
because I had one thing wrong with me. I was undateable because he could find someone else so easily. Wait, can I bring up a really interesting fact? Yeah. Because you literally just described the Don Juan, like, persona. What so is that? I was, so, you know, in therapy, as one does, I was talking to my therapist about the devil from our previous episode. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he, like, I explained to her what he did and, like, just everything that happened. She was like, he has, the, he is a Don Juan. It's basically, like, a subset of narcissism, so... He, like, is addicted to the chase and, like, wants to attain the girl who's unattainable. And once he gets her, he will never be happy because he'll always find something wrong with her to make her undateable. Mm -hmm. And so then he can find someone new. That's so That sounds accurate, though, for... Yeah, it's an accurate for thing for him, but I just think it's interesting that you said, like, like, maybe... I mean, this is, like, a psychological persona, but, like, characteristics of this could be brought up, like, because of social media apps or social dating apps, whatever. Exactly. Like, are we, are people becoming wired, like, to think like that because of all these options that we have now? This is getting See, <laughs> here's the thing, is I go on my, if you ever want to be humbled, if you want to be truly humbled, go look at your, um, your what's it called your tinder likes go look at your tinder likes and i swear to god you cannot be pompous you'll be so humbled you'll be <laughs> kissing the dirt because you will realize that these are the men <laughs> or women that like me <laughs> and you're like, this is where we're at okay i thought i was i could get like that's so true. harry styles looking dudes but i'm getting like adam sandler looking dudes which isn't bad you know i love adam sandler and his his street style is amazing but that's no but that's exactly right and it's like do people keep swiping and keep going because they think oh this next person is like i mean kind of it's addicting it's like the boy catalog is what i call it yeah yeah exactly so to wrap this combo up what i was gonna say is which probably won't be super hard for me but i'm gonna take a hiatus from dating apps until i get to new york (laughs) i think it's a good call once i get to focus on getting ready yeah once i get to new york course i'm gonna use them (laughs) like i want to meet someone but for now i don't really need to so that's my plan but yeah that's on that so i had a shower thought today i told Allie earlier before we started recording that i was going to talk about something that i thought of today and i was going to before that i was going to talk about like something that had been kind of weighing on my mind but that's a different that's a story for a different day this story this uh, topic just really spoke to me i was in the shower and I was like, holy shit, like, isn't it kind of like, what's the word, um, contradictory to say, like, body positivity, like, your body is, is good, but then you shame people for, like, being naked in public. And I was like, what an odd thing to think about. Because I was naked in the shower, so, like, naturally these thoughts occurred to of me. Of course. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, what am I going to tell my children one day? You know, what am I going to say to them? to like make to like that they're gonna take off their clothes in public i'll be like put your clothes back on it's like but you said be proud of my body and i'm like oh you're right i did so i really thought about this for a long time and i saw i actually like looked up some articles because i was like man maybe i'm just i was like what am i i don't know i was just at a crossroads and i didn't know what to think of my shower thought and someone kind of phrased it while they were like well if you teach kids like 
to be modest and like wear clothes in public like when they're younger you can say like well then it's your choice to like show like take off your clothes wherever you want like it's your choice to reveal however much you want to reveal so you you know start off with like here wear clothes and then decide like okay i'm not gonna walk around the shirt on like all right right that makes sense that makes sense but i don't know isn't that such a weird concept like, it I really is. sat there and was just like wow this is a shower thought yeah well that's why there's like all these people trying to like free the nip because like, yeah and i'm all about that i don't personally want to partake because i just exactly. so the only t- okay i will say there was one time i did it i was this is gonna what sound do you mean so one time you did what so i was in um it was my second week when i was abroad and my girlfriends and i took a weekend trip to one of the small beach towns along the coast of italy and mm. it was the second day and we packed up our stuff like in backpacks and we're just walking around and we jumped from town to town and like some towns had an actual beach and some towns had more cliffs like rocks mm. that you could go lay on like a lizard like you sunbathe like oh, a lizard that's so fun so that's exactly what we did and we got there and we noticed that no women were wearing tops like they just were all naked and no one gave a shit no one cared like they were just like tanning the rest of their body like it was so natural and we were all like oh my god should we do it and we're all sitting there freaking out like the americans we are and we all just did it we just took off our top and just laid on rocks and it was really cool and i just for once was like in an appropriate setting this is like like an appropriate setting like a beach like this is natural and it's fine exactly and i mean that's how it is like i guess like there are nudist beach lakes in mexico and stuff and like i personally wouldn't go to those because i don't want to see naked people but that's just a me thing right yeah and i guess i guess like to answer your earlier question like i feel like like it definitely should be our choice to wear or not wear but yeah i feel like that like the choice you make can like attract unwanted attention like but at the end of the day you can't control that like it's up to the person giving that unwanted attention to be like hey this is like kind of rude what i'm doing like yeah internalized misogyny in me i need to like kind of check myself a little bit yeah i mean like if someone walks by with their boobs out like the bisexual me is like yeah like i would definitely like maybe (laughs) look but i'd be like oh my gosh she's so pretty like her boobs are so nice looking but like i don't think i'd be like aggressive you know what i mean like there's yeah. a difference. i don't know you just maybe, never know maybe there is a difference that i'm just being gross no 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 i get that because but i feel like yeah like unfortunately i feel like men would just like go after that aggressively or like i don't know i just cat call or something oh yes. men i had the weirdest cat call the other day it was about was me it? he was like I love the way you twirl your hair. As you're doing right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) That's really... I definitely get what you're saying, for sure. Like, I don't know. Like, I wish it was normalized, kind of. Like, that would be kind of cool. But I just... I feel like nowadays, like, people would almost be offended to, like see someone you know what i mean like people really? are, would i think be it's offended. way more normal now it definitely you know it definitely is more so than it was like 10 years ago but like i guess it depends where too like if you're in a city naked 
Like, is that more offensive than being, like, on the beach naked? Like, I just... I don't know. In New York City, that wouldn't be offensive. That would be very normal, I think. Okay, yeah. What if it was, like... Like, Baltimore? That'd be really yeah. weird. Yeah, exactly. I'd be a little concerned why there's a naked person, but I'd also kind of mind my own business and just be like, you know what, that naked person's right. just doing their thing. Exactly. I'm going to just walk over here, and I don't think they're going to hurt me, and it's going to be fine. But that's just also the city girl of me being like, you know what, it's not my, not my problem. Like, unless you're beating up someone or, like, doing a hate crime, I'm not going to get involved. Right, exactly. Did you... I was going to ask, like, if you ever, like, had rules enforced that were dumb because this is catholic school of course we had rules that were dumb yeah well like dress code rules oh even worse because of the uniforms so like girls would roll their skirts up i oh i'll tell you a story i the this is the creepiest thing that's ever happened to me not actually but like it's up there so all the girls would wear the kilt skirt like a Mm -hmm. plaid skirt that's like in now with like running shorts leggings or boxer like boy boxers underneath their skirt so they were like longer that's what i was wearing that day um and i was sitting in my desk like kind of slouching and my legs weren't crossed they were just kind of like wasn't like wide i think my legs like were i was stretching out my legs like i have long legs i was just stretching them. yeah yeah and my teacher walked by and he was like can't you sit more like a lady and i was like no <laughs> and okay, he was yeah, like you no. should really close your legs like this unladylike and I was like you should really mind your own business I'm about to go report you for what you just said to a 17 year old yeah what also you had shorts underneath right yeah okay oh, I don't yeah. get the whole like cross your legs like in a ladylike way like if you're covered there why can't you just sit out and have your you legs think. It, was, it was really gross That's I like, didn't realize how gross it was until later on in life and then I realized how gross it was. Like, don't, like, yeah, it's like, why do men, like, think like that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. He didn't last long at that school. They kicked <laughs> him out, I think. He forgot a student on, like, a um, a class trip or whatever. Oh. Like, to Guatemala. Like, they literally forgot a student. <laughs> they forgot laughing. a student in Guatemala? But it was really funny <laughs> at the time. Jesus Christ. That's awful. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I shouldn't be laughing. It's not that funny. <laughs> but can you imagine so just funny. getting all the way to Guatemala for your service trip and realizing that you left a whole ass student in the United States? Oh, okay. So it wasn't the other way around. But still, no, that'd be bad. even funnier. That would be so bad. But still, that's awful. All right, this yeah, man sucks. <laughs> These conversations have come up with. Because they didn't have a uniform in, like, grade school. But just the whole, like, girls shouldn't wear shirts that, like, show their bra straps. And, like, they are, like, girls who maybe had longer legs would be called out more for wearing skirts oh, that were too me. short. That was yeah, me. exactly. And, like, since They would I'm tell sh- me to get longer longer skirts. And I'm like, it's just because I'm tall. I can't help it. The it's leg, like, yeah, the portion just legs. are not there. It like, just why are look we normal. S- why are we, like, sexualized for it? It's weird. No, well, that's how it was on... We would have, like... We called them tag days. That's, like, such an old-fashioned term. But, like, it was a day, like, where you could just dress however you wanted to. But there were restrictions. Like, you couldn't wear, you know... You, had, you could wear Bermuda shorts. Because that was the style <laughs> back in... Oh, yeah. You know, 2008 was the Aeropostale, you know, shirt with your Aeropostale matching plaid Bermuda <laughs> shorts. Yes. And your fucking Heelys. 
And you were a bad bitch rolling into school. But, you know. <laughs> and your puka shell necklace or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a hot mess. Or your so, sperries. Oh, yeah. Sperries were the thing. So, yeah, we we got yelled at, too. And, like, our uniform had to be a certain way. And, like, the, the skirts couldn't be too short. I just didn't realize. I thought it was kind of crazy at my all-girls high school why it was in force. I'm like, there's no boys here lurking. They were like, you just need to dress like you actually care about yourself. I'm like, I would, believe me, but this is school and it's 8 a.m. and I'm tired and this right. uniform is itchy. So no, I'm not going to dress like I'm supposed to. <laughs> but high school was interesting. I I will not be speak. I will never go back to my high school um, because they just had a race scandal. A what scandal? Oh, it was horrible, Allie. So they formed this like club at Maryvale for like... It was, like, white allies for racial justice. So, like, no one who wasn't a person of color could join because it was a white-only club because whites can be allies for the for race. And it just, as I keep talking, you realize, like, how deep a hole they dug themselves into. Wait, so it was, like, a group of white allies for prejudice? For, like, racial justice. Oh, so they were, like... But they didn't let. So, but they literally said in the email, "If you are not white, need not apply." And I can see where people actually. I can't see, but I'm gonna try to. I think their point was to be like, "We want to be allies, so like we're gonna collectively come together." But to be an ally, you would need to have people of color, like, you know, in yeah. on the conversation to you know give some feedback and some you know firsthand experience and be like, "Hey." This is what we're experiencing. Here's how we can fix this. And white people can be like, great. I agree. Let's do that. So it to And then immediately all hell broke loose. And they were like, that wasn't our intention. We we made a, a new club. It's for everyone. And I was like, I'm literally never giving you a dime of my money. That's wild. Not that I was anyway. But yeah. I would not recommend that place. It has that... gone in the trash can. Anyway, that's like a random ass rant, but... That's insane. I think, yeah, like, how can you just, you know, have, how can you improve yourself as an ally if you're not letting everyone in the conversation? It's like, like when companies just... decide to make decisions without consulting those it's going to affect. Like, my dad yeah. and my sister talk about it. Like, my sister's a teacher. So she'll be like, yeah, the administrators made all these decisions about how our day's gonna go but they didn't talk to us about how that would affect us since you know we're the ones that teach and stuff my dad will do the same thing he's like they made all these rules for doctors but they didn't really like talk to doctors about how that would affect patient care so i think it's like that same thing like how can you say you want to be better and like be a better ally without talking to those it's affecting right you know and that's on that. I don't know. That was the weirdest tangent we just ever took. Not really. That's why I picked Maryland, because I actually liked being a minority in a class. Not a minority, but, like, that there were people around me who were different than me. Like, who yeah. I could learn from. Yeah. You know, and, like, ask questions. And it was just... And, you know, there was still, like, divide at Maryland, I think. But that was the first time I, like, ever... Actually, that was the first time I ever, like, met a racist person. It was my old roommate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that story. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is, we're not in Baltimore County anymore. Mm-mm. Which is That's probably kind of more like, unusual, a bare, you know, though. could be a racist place, but I wouldn't know because I was so ignorant at the time. 
you just don't... She, I mean, it's it's crazy because I think this is a lesson to take away from it. She seems so normal. Yeah. And... But then when she revealed her true colors, I was like, wow. Racists can just be anybody. Exactly. And that, not that that was, like, a groundbreaking concept, but, like, me not really experiencing a lot until that moment, I was like, all right. This is good to know. This is good to know that it can be anyone. Like, it can be anyone. I just don't expect them to be, like, on college campuses. I expect them to be, like, uneducated people. But it can literally yeah. be anyone, you know? And I think the reverse is true that, <clears throat> you know, uneducated people, you can make an assumption that they, you know, are racist and, like, don't aren't as smart and don't know a lot. And they may, maybe they don't, but I'm sure not every uneducated person is racist yeah Yeah, just a large majority are because they're uneducated right so now for our our segment until we have a better name um (laughs) this song um that i really like by the new or it's in the new glass animals album and their album is called dreamland and the song is named dreamland and i just love them but um, it kind of goes like with what I was talking about today. The um, lyrics that stuck out to me were, "You've had too much of the digital love. You want everything live. You want things you can touch. Make it feel Ooh. like a movie you saw in your youth. Make it feel like a song that just unopened you." Which I was like, "That's interesting." Like he's like describing a feeling of like meeting someone or being with someone that you're just like so like I don't know like in like authentically like in love with or just like you know I was gonna say it sounds like the social dilemma that you were talking about exactly it was all kind of you know we had a theme today but very metaphysical yeah and you know do you ever like listen to a song where you're just like you feel like so many like indescribable emotions duh you're talking to the someone who lives and breeds music and definitely did you ever hear the quote that was like um actually i don't know if it was a quote or like a tweet (laughs) but either or it basically was like i want someone to make me feel like i do when my favorite artist just walks out on stage yeah i've seen that before and i definitely can relate yeah like just like so like indescribably like happy and that's that paragraph is definitely what I was kind of talking about today, like just like something. But I'm like, gonna play it really quick. Yeah, so. play it. Uh, Did you like my playlist I made you? Yeah, I was listening to it today at work. I threw in some uh, some ones I don't know how you're gonna feel about, but I I hope you like them. No, I like a lot of them. There's like some Odessa, I remember. Of course. Some remixes to some songs that mm-hmm. I liked, like Mr. Wives. I knew you'd like that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, there are some good ones. Elenium. I haven't I listened to Elenium. all of the songs yet, but it's nice music to do when I'm like doing some work. When you hit that two o'clock feeling and you're just like, yes. I need, yeah, that's what, that's how that feels. So yeah, so this Dreamland album, super good if anyone's still listening at this point. Another good song on that is, or it's all so incredibly loud. That's another song that I really like. And I think Hot Sugar, too. You're an alt queen. You love alt music. Oh, yes. Speaking of alt music, have you seen Miley Cyrus cover um, 
Arctic Monkeys? No. What song? So it's going around TikTok like as a trend, but um, she sings "Why'd You Only Call Me When You're High." Oh, and really? It gives me literal chills. Like I cannot describe how cool it is. Wait, I, think it's, I need to. Listen I definitely to look it up. But I'm gonna definitely give. I love um, "Buoy" by Glass Animals. It's their number one song. Oh yeah. So I have Good to give them a listen. I know. I was not really like a huge. Always a huge fan of them, but I really like this album. Um, so speaking of music, um, one of my brother's like best friends from childhood, who like I grew up with in Texas when I was living there, um, messaged me and he was like, "Your friend was bashing country, like, you know, because he's like such a Texas boy." He was like, "Tell her listen to like some good country," and I was like, "Don't worry, I'll try, I'll try, like, we'll we'll get her there." Okay, at whoever, what's his name? Ty. At Tyson. Tyson, I promise I'll listen to something good and then I'll have a <laughs> <again>. <laughs> He'll appreciate that. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, right. loyal followers, all five of you, thank you for tuning in. If you made it to the end, God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> bless your soul. Catch on the flippity flip. <laughs> I'm trying to order insomnia right now and it's not working. <laughs> <laughs>